The second coming is a wonderful and priceless hope and reality. But I struggle with a faith that only sets its sights and puts its hope into the distant future. As if we are all just muddling through the dense fog until he finally shows up. Where is the life in that? Where is the living, breathing love of God in that? Where is thy kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven? Should not every single day include small crucifixions, sweet resurrections, and quiet second comings of his constant love in our lives? After losing her brother, when Martha expressed in the middle of her grief her belief in the coming of God's kingdom at the last day, Jesus reminded her gently, I am the resurrection and the life, present, I am now. Shouldn't the kingdom of God be seen more often? Shouldn't our default setting be to see it everywhere, in dark moments and unexpected places, as much as in times of celebration and churches? Our reflection this morning will consist of an exercise, training our eyes to find the kingdom of God downtown in a simple street. thing you know I think it would be very good if everybody who stayed the night got a free Bible I'm not really sure how practical it is to give everybody a free Bible who stays only one night at the shelter well couldn't we just buy a bunch of inexpensive ones <laughs> you mean the really cheap ones that completely fall apart the first time you crack the binding I don't know oh. What if we ask the Gideons to donate some? <laughs> oh, very good idea. Wait, wait, wait. We are starting a homeless shelter and not a hotel. Oh. All righty, ma'am. Oh. Here's your hot water. Thank you. And we have a wonderful assortment of herbal teas, if uh, you'd like. No, thank you. I have my own right here. Are you sure you don't want to order anything? Uh, let's see. Tea and rolls? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> All righty, sir. Here's your soup. Oh, thank you. Now, would you like anything to drink with your meal besides water? Mm, not good. Water's good. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, could we have some more rolls, please? Oh, sure. Oh, Thanks. and definitely some crackers to go with this, because, you know, some of those really good ones, the Keebler ones, okay. not the little cheap ones. No Thanks. problem. Oh, waitress, also, can I get some lemon for my water, please? Still waiting on that. Mm. Sure. I'll bring it out right away. Right away, like the second coming. Okay, now, if I can get back to my Bible idea... Mm. Pam, Pam, we want people to understand that God loves them, but yes. I'm just not convinced that we have to give them a Bible in order to do that. Well, what about some tracks, then? I got lots of tracks. Oh, that's a great maybe. idea. Mm. Another great idea would be maybe we'll say grace before you eat your soup, because I know you didn't forget grace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me do the honors now. Thank you. Dear Lord, we're so glad that you gave us this opportunity to Alrighty, plan this I... outreach. 
for those less fortunate than we are. But don't have nothing. Bless this food, Lord, that has come from your most gracious hand. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness. And may we show that kindness to those around us. Right under our nose. Help us, Lord, to see those people that may be right next to us who need our help. Yes, yes. yes. Amen. 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 Sorry. Well, hey, what can you tell me about the blanket donation? Oh, the blanket donations have gone really well. We've gotten over 40 blankets, and they're all wow. in excellent condition. Excellent. So, you know, I think we can tick that off our list. Oh, man, that's really good news. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, isn't it just so incredible when the whole church gets behind an effort like that? Mm. Oh, Praise absolutely. Thank you. Mm. Oh, excuse me, waitress. I remember specifically asking you, no garnishes. I'm very allergic to pickles. Oh, I put it on the check. I guess the cook didn't see it. Perhaps you could write it in capital letters next time? I'd be happy to exchange it for you. Oh, I'll take it. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Is there anything else I can bring you with your meal? Mmm, you know. Got my crackers. That looks really good. Could I try some? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll cut you off a piece. Thanks. Waitress, excuse me. There's water spots all over the knife. Ew. Would you like me to get you a different one? No, I'd love to use the dirty one. Please. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Hmm, somebody really got up on the wrong side of the bed this no morning. Kidding. We need to remember that when it comes time for the tip. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Well, hey, it's good news about the blankets, but tell me some good news about the toys and the games. Mm. Oh, more good news. Oh, no. What? What? Uh, The food delivery truck is supposed to be coming to the church at 1.30, and I have to let them in. Uh, Okay, I really could use all your help unloading the truck. Uh, All right. I guess we'll have to eat on the run. Um, Waitress, could we uh, we get the check, please? And Oh, and uh, two Mm. takeout containers. Oh, three. Mm. Three containers. Okay. Here you go. Is everything all right? Oh, we're just in a bit of a hurry. We have to get to do something important. Here's your check. Uh, Thank you. Hey, how much is that? Uh, it's fifteen dollars and fifty-seven cents. Oh, she didn't charge for my hot water, did she? I hope not. Uh, uh, waitress, waitress, we're gonna need separate checks, please. Um, four of them. Three, oh, okay. three checks. You know what? I'll just take it. What? Oh, thank you. You are such a Thanks, Christian, Pam. Okay. Oh, well, you know why? Oh, I really I... should have ordered something. <laughs> well, I want to take it because I have a perfect tract for this situation. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, okay. Yes, and I just want to make sure she gets it, so I'm going to take care of this. That's very thoughtful. Very okay. Okay. And oh, I'm come on, guys. We really got to get going. All right. Okay. Let's go. Let me, uh, I get, did you want these? Oh, yes, yeah, thanks. Might as well. Yeah. Don't leave Crackers are good, but it's time. Right. You didn't oh, want the lemon, perfect. did you? <laughs> All right. 15, 50. Okay, there's 15. It was 57. Okay, okay. Um, there's 25. 35. Oh, okay, that's 55. 56, 57, oh, 57, 15, 57, right on the nose, and her perfect tract. I know that because, yes. Okay, I'm here. Okay. 
No tip, eh? No. But they left me this. What's that? Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give thee. Submit your life to God's Son. You'll have a great eternity. Let's hope it's not with them. Female, mid 40s, uh, received literature, check. Response, somewhat open. Invited to church, yes. Now I'll try the we're all gonna die approach. Excuse me, sir. Hey, if you were to die today, do you know where you'd spend eternity? <laughs> Hopefully in hell, so I can get to see all my old friends and we can have one hot reunion party. <laughs> taxi! Yo! Sir, no, taxi! No. It was a trick question. There is no hell. God loves you. Male, white, mid-50s. Received literature. No... Response, or invited to church, unable due to time limitations. <laughs> well, it looks like you had a little spill here. Yeah, yeah, but don't, don't worry about picking them up. You never know whose hands they'll wind up in. God's word never goes out void. Distribution, widespread. Is that so? Yes, it is. In fact, you may be the very person priest uh, God meant these for. Hmm, I see. Let's see here. Uh, hell is a myth. Interesting. You know, there's a fine for littering, so I'll just help you clean up all this litter. Bingo tonight. What time? What? It says here, bingo tonight. Ten free chips. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. That's on Tuesday night. Uh, I just picked these up from the printers. No bingo, eh? How about the ten free chips? Are they sour cream and onion or ruffles? <laughs> <laughs> they are plastic, as in gambling chips. Hey, who are you? I'm a pastor. Oh, you guys is pals then. This is my lucky day. I got some questions for you. So, Father, is it okay if I call you Father? Oh, of course. Most people do. Doesn't that confuse the children? How so? Well, the children are calling you Father, and they're also calling their father Father, and then their father's calling you Father. Oh, oh our, our children catch on fast. In fact, uh, most of the parishioners like having another father in their life. Hmm, that does sound nice. What do they call you then? Arnold. <laughs> Arnold? That's my name. I don't need a title. Or a degree. Wait, Father, Father, so I have some questions for you. You know, in your church, you have these phone booths 
without a phone, and these little peepholes. Oh, oh, you mean the confession booths. Yeah, it, it gives people anonymity. Sort of lets them air their dirty laundry, so to speak. Well, I bet you hear some pretty juicy things, huh? Things inquiring minds would love well, to know. We don't need a booth. We can confess directly to God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Where's your uniform? Uniform? Yeah, like your coworker. <laughs> I don't need to dress differently than the other people that go to my church. <laughs> people readily identify me as a professional who cares about them. I gave up the worldly attraction of fashion a long time ago. Me too. <laughs> so, you say you got bingo. Yes, yes, and you're invited to come. What do you got going on Tuesday night? Um, well, nothing on Tuesday, but, 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 but tomorrow we have a seminar on making Bible verse fortune cookies. <laughs> it's a great way to spread the gospel in Seriously? Chinese restaurants. I have a good idea. Your churches could get together, you know, bingo, fortune cookies, put them together. Or maybe I'll just get going. Hey, did either one of you end up with an extra Jesus in your churches around Christmas? Hmm? What? Someone stole him from the nativity scene down the street. I thought maybe he'd end up in a church. <laughs> Not in my church. We don't allow such idols. Our holy icons are well respected and cared for. We'd notice an extra one. Oh well. I thought I'd maybe see him again. Jesus is getting harder and harder to find these days. Uh, uh, remember, you're welcome at bingo. Remember, services at 11 a.m. on Sabbath, Saturday. Well, I guess she didn't really see Jesus in us, huh? No, I... I don't think she did. Say, uh, you believe Jesus is coming back, right? You mean the stolen Jesus from the nativity scene? No, 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 no. The real one, the one that you and I worship. Yes, I, I believe Jesus will return and that one day we'll all face him. Imagine if you and I both showed up before him at the same time. <laughs> what would we say? Maybe that that we loved him, but we despised each other because we thought differently? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound good, does it? No, it, it doesn't. Bingo Tuesday night? I'll be there. <laughs> Bring some of those fortune cookies. Only if you're lucky. tent coming in in 10 minutes, but she's always late, so I was hoping I could get a quick bowl of soup. I am so hungry I could pass out. Sure. French onion or cream of chicken? Uh, you decide. I don't care. I am so tired of making decisions. Hey, could you bring me a glass of water, too? I've got a headache. 
You would not believe my day. I just spent the last 20 minutes parting and reparting this woman's hair. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Well, she couldn't decide where the part would look best. I thought down the middle. You know, she had one of those thin, narrow faces, and I thought that would offset it a bit. But she liked to wear a comb in her hair, which obviously means the part has to be on the side. So, gee, what did I think? Well, I just got done telling her what I thought, didn't I? So, did you convince her? Well, yes, but as she was leaving the shop, she caught her reflection in the mirror, and she said she just couldn't do it. So she marched back to my station, and I had to switch it again. I hate spending my day redoing what I've already done because of their indecisiveness. Oh, I really can't have this cream soup. I had a donut for breakfast. Could I get the French onion instead? Sure. Thanks. I'm exhausted. Shop owner fired all our shampoo girls. Now I have to spend my time shampooing every client. Personally, I find it degrading. If I wanted to spend my day shampooing, I would have gone into the pet grooming business. Here's your soup, Cheryl. More coffee, sir? Uh, you know, no, 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 no. I, I, after two cups now, it seems like I'm getting a headache. Maybe I'll just switch to water. I'll just stick with the water, thanks. Have you, have you ever heard of that, where you get headaches? No. I've heard of some people that get really jittery, and others have headaches when they don't have it, but... I've never heard of what you're saying. Yeah, no, that's not me, but um, I, I don't know. I can't figure it out, but uh, do you have a restroom? Oh, could use? sure. It's right down there and to the right. Okay, thanks. I'll be right back. Don't you just hate it when people start dumping their problems on you? What? <laughs> and those are the kind that don't tip you either. Like we're supposed to be some sort of doctor. Or worse, a therapist. I'm cutting their hair, and they're going on and on about how their toddler refuses to potty train, or how inconsiderate their boss is, or how the paint keeps chipping away on their house. I can't get a word in edgewise. I'm so tired of listening to them. Maybe they just need someone to talk to. Well, honey, I don't get paid to listen. If I did, I'd be rich like those psychiatrists are rich. Maybe I should start charging more. Would that make you like your job better? No, but it would make tolerating it a little bit easier. And maybe then I could get a new car. Mine has been nickel and diamond me to death. First it's the tires, then it's the fan belt. Now he's telling me my muffler won't make it through the winter. I just put a new muffler on three years ago, and now I need another one? Come on. Oh, one of my um, customers is a great mechanic. I have his card here somewhere. Oh, here. Jeff's Automotive. He's honest and his prices are reasonable. Are all of those... Business cards from customers. Man, when one of my clients tries to hand me their card, I say keep it. I am not a walking billboard and my station is no post for free advertising. I like having the resources. 
Well, I just hate getting taken advantage of. Who is that pink one? That's you. Oh, good. Just making sure nobody had my color. <sighs> oh, I've got to get back. How much do I owe you? Place is such a torture chamber. Is it really that bad? My hands are always in water. 360. They're constantly shriveled, and I'm forced to stand all day listening to people. Hey, at least you've got great calves. Yeah, with varicose veins. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. That is, if I survive. Bye. Bye. She didn't leave a tip, did she? What? She didn't leave a tip. Oh, I guess she just was in a hurry and forgot. Whatever. You have her business card? Yes. Can I have it? You want a haircut? Not really. What'd you do that for? You don't want to add to her misery, do you? <laughs> no, I guess not. So, tell me about those headaches you get. Well, you see... What's your name? Cassie. Oh, I'm Lydia. I'll be right with you. Sarah Burns' office. No, Sarah's not here. She's off on Friday afternoons. This is Lydia. No. No. You want my credentials? I'm a volunteer assistant. No. No, you cannot. She is on a boat. And her cell phone is off precisely because she doesn't want to speak to you. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she did tell me. She told me to tell you to go ahead and spend the money. Yeah, that's right. We need people in this place. We need them to see the vision. And that, sir, is your job. Right. Exact quote. Ah, uh, well, then... She'll fire you, I guess. Right. Okay. All right, I'll tell her. Yeah. Okay. Bye. People. Funny race, don't you think? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Lydia. I won't bite, I promise. That is, I won't bite you. Cassie, did you say? Yeah. Ah, Cassie. Nice. Uh, do you have a last name? Carpenter. Cassandra Carpenter. Nice ring to it. Uh, oh, just one moment. There's one more thing I have to write down before I forget it, okay? Just a sec. Where is everyone? Um, Friday afternoon. Sarah's taking a long weekend. 
I'll come back. Wait, um, uh, how did you hear about this place? Friend. Oh, go, go ahead. Why don't you just sit down? Go ahead, just have a seat. I'm all yours. What do you do here? File, organize, talk, listen, whatever. So, Cassandra Carpenter? I was in love with a carpenter once. He was a neighbor. I was about your age, as I remember it. Seventeen. Excuse me, just one minute. Sarah Burns' office. Oh, hi, sweetie. Are you okay? Okay. Did Grandma and Grandpa get there okay? Good, good. Uh, listen, can we talk at dinner? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Yes. Um, really? Good. Good for you. Great. Listen, we'll talk. We'll talk later. Okay. All right. Bye, sweetie. Love you. Okay. Bye. My daughter, seventeen. So, uh, your parents? Did they drop you off? Where do you live? At home? With your friend? Are you, are you on the street? Would you like something to drink? Yeah. Juice or water? Juice. Thanks. Ah, so there is a voice in there. So, what happened to you? You're pregnant, right? It's okay, you know. Your parents, they kicked you out. When they found out that you were pregnant, scandal, your dad, so he threw you out. Then where did you go? My boyfriend. Boyfriend. I guess that didn't go well. He was fine until he found out. So he didn't want to have the baby, right? And then what did he do? Hit me. Stand up. Come on. Stand up. I'll take that. I was 18 years old, and I hated my parents. And they hated me, too. So we were even. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Well, it wasn't that they really hated me. It's just that you felt like it, with all the screaming and the yelling that we did. And so 
when they found out that I was pregnant, it just pushed them over the edge. And so I did what you did. I hit the street. I got in a couple fights. I wasn't quiet like you. I'm not quiet. So, you're not quiet. Maybe you're just tired of talking. Well, I was mouthy. Could have got me killed a couple of times. But then one day, I met Sarah. She looked really young. But she was way past 30. Kind of too old to get it, you know? Sort of like me now. Where are you sleeping tonight? Well, look, this girl, Sarah, we met on a park bench. We got to talking, and she told me of a dream she had of a place like this, where a girl like me could go and not get judged, and not get lectured, and not get anything but some love and some understanding. Maybe a few conversations with someone who's been there. And then she did just what we we're going to do right now. Are you coming? Where? We're going to go get something to eat. And then we're going to go to my house and we're going to take, spend the night. And you're going to meet my daughter, the one that I was carrying, just like you're carrying now. And you'll get to meet the parents that threw me out. You don't even know me. True. But this is what I do. It's called giving you a picture of what's possible. Come on. Is that all your stuff? Yeah. So, Cassie Carpenter, what do you like? Chinese or burgers? I love Chinese. So does Sarah, my daughter Sarah. What do you think, boy or girl? I have no idea. Well, it doesn't really matter. Children have a way of stealing your heart, no matter who they happen to be. Why don't we get you to a combo of rice and hope? Come on. The New Testament notices things that do not seem worthy of notice by our standards. Blessed are the poor in spirit. This literally means, blessed are the paupers. Paupers are remarkably commonplace. At the foundation of Jesus Christ's kingdom is the genuine loveliness of those who are commonplace. I am truly blessed in my poverty if I do not have the strength of will or a nature without worth or excellence Jesus says to me blessed are you 
because it is through your kingdom, through your poverty, that you can enter my kingdom. I cannot enter his kingdom by the virtue of my goodness. I can only enter it as an absolute pauper. The true character of the loveliness of God. The true character of the loveliness of God is always that speaks speaks of the loveliness of God is always unnoticed by the one that possesses it. If I wonder if I am being of any use to God, I instantly lose the beauty and freshness of the touch of the Lord. He who believes in me out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And if I examine the outflow, I lose the touch of the Lord. Who are the people who have influenced us the most? Certainly not those who thought they were influencing us, but those who had absolutely no idea that they were influencing us. In the Christian life, godly influence never takes notice of itself. If we are conscious of our influence, it ceases to have the genuine loveliness, which is the characteristic of the touch of Jesus. We always know when Jesus is at work, for he produces in the commonplace something that is inspiring. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, holy, holy is your name. We pray incessantly for your kingdom to come. We desire so deeply for your will to be done. Give us today the food and the water that we crave. Forgive us our faults and our debts as we forgave. From evil and temptation, you can deliver. For kingdom, power, and glory are yours. Forever. Amen. Silent cries 
Only Jesus hears. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. At the end of broken dreams, He's the open door. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. When will we realize people need the Lord? We are called to take his light to a world where wrong seems right. What could be so great a cost for sharing life with one who's lost? Through his love, our hearts can feel all the grief they bear. They must hear the words of life Only we can share People need the Lord People need the Lord At the end of broken dreams kingdom come now and forevermore isn't it great news that heaven where God reigns can happen now when we trust Jesus we enter the kingdom and the kingdom of all of his resources his love his mercy and his grace are lavishly poured out to us and most often through unexpected places I want to thank Dr. Bob, who is somewhere here. Dr. Bob and his wife, Alice. Alice, you're here. Would you just come up here for a moment? We are so grateful for your love for Jesus and his kingdom here and the many ways that you serve this church, 
in many ways that you give of time and effort for years and years and years and years. And we are, we are blessed. And Alice, I know you said, I didn't have anything to do with August and Calamesa, but you do because you have everything to do with this man right here. And so we love you both. We cherish you both. We're blessed by you both. And we praise God for your lives among us. And we just have a little gift of thank you. Uh, hopefully you can get some time together over a nice meal and leave a nice tip, right? <laughs> As well. But thank you so much. We love you and appreciate you so much for all that you do. Thank you. One couldn't ask for a better church family than the Calamesa Church family. And all the talents, all the dedication of so many people, whether it be working with the youngest child to the oldest person in this church. It's a blessing to be part of this church. And God bless you all. And I want to thank particularly uh, Colette and uh, Ken and all the actors and actresses for the wonderful job of bringing across the kingdom of God is right now. And so as we go, may his kingdom come and his will be done in our hearts, in our homes, in the workplace, and in the school, for our God reigns. God bless you.